Hi guys, we're back for another episode and tonight I think it's gonna be a little grown and sexy. It is going to get into some topics that have to do with love and who you love and how you love. Example, have you ever been somewhere and it was just a vibe, like you were ready for whatever, you felt up for whatever, and whatever ended up happening. Well, tonight I need you to get your drink, grab your smoke, and get ready to get into one of those vibes with me. Kevin is going to start us off tonight, and he's going to tell us his interpretation of how he thought the night would go. Gail has a trick up her sleeve, so he'll be shocked, to say the least. We'd also like to thank our sponsors for this season, Margaret Emma Adel, LLC. Margaret Emma Adel is a black queer woman-owned property management company. They have experience with commercial and residential properties. All inquiries reach out via email to margaretemmaadel.llc at gmail.com or call 713-925-4876. They're a wonderful company with excellent customer service and a dedicated staff that works six days a week, 9.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., with an on-call service on Saturdays. Margaret Emma Adele, well, they have you covered. And now, episode two, season two, of When He Doesn't Come Home. down from there. She didn't want to do any of the things we agreed on until this lady named Chanel came over to us. She had this cool ass vibe like a homegirl you had fucked. She talked to Gail like she had known her for years and Gail ate this shit up. I mean the time it took me to go to the bathroom and come back, they was tonguing each other down on the sofa in front of everybody. That shit shocked me because she had been becoming a prude lately and this stunt was way out of her character so I did what any other dude would do. I looked around the room to see who struck my fancy. My eyes locked on this yellow bone chick with the prettiest lips I'd ever seen. It must have been the atmosphere cause the women in that joint was bold as fuck. They was approaching dudes, sticking their tongue down their throats and shit, grabbing crouches and whatnot. It was live. Refreshing on the cool cause men always gotta make the first move like it's in a handbook or something. It always blew me how women talk that I'm independent shit, but when it came to dating, they took the submissive route. But whatever. A girl walked over to me like a thoroughbred horse on roller skates. She was just that smooth. She smiled and had a lower grill. Fake or not, that shit was fire on her. She spoke in that southern draw that made you smile, cause 
It was so endearing. She ain't come at me like the other ladies in the room. She had a method to her madness. She hit me with the small talk and kept my drink filled. After about the third Q&A round, she asked if, it, if she could kiss me. I instantly got hard at the thought of those full lips on me. So I said yes, and she took control. She tilted her head and slid her lips into mine. She parted my lips softly by licking the bottom of my top lip. I shook a little. I mean, don't get me wrong, Gail was a good kisser, but this lady was better. She ain't kiss like girls kiss when they wet your whole chin up, but it wasn't a church kiss either. She leaned into me and pushed me back into the sofa, not even using her hands. She braced herself on the back of the couch, standing over me, but not straddling, if that makes sense. It was hot as fuck. A girl pulled back slow and I opened my eyes to the feeling of being watched. The room was starting to fill with that, what seemed like an audience of women. I blushed a little cause they was looking at us like we was an anatomy professor lecturing on the art of seduction or something. The room was dim, but not all the way dark. It smelled like Prada and Coco Chanel mixed with Flower Balm and Marc Jacobs. It was sexy and calming, but exciting and alluring all at the same time. She got on her knees in front of me and spread my legs open. She leaned into me and her lips grazed my neck. I melted like hot butter on warm pancakes. She applied enough pressure for a hickey, but she didn't leave a mark. She gripped my throat while she did it, and that lightheaded feeling was taking over my body, but weighing me down like an anvil too. Gail could never. Shit, nowadays, Gail would never. Our sex life used to be non-stop and passionate. Now it was quick and dry. She stopped wearing sexy lingerie and shit to bed, and now she wore with sweatpants and holy t-shirts. Seemed like the only time she got dressed up was if we had people coming over, if she was going somewhere. Gil never told me no, so that wasn't the issue. She had just changed. I thought us not having kids would prevent her from falling into that basic mode, but it didn't. A girl stood up and put her leg over my shoulder, one at a time, gripping the sofa for support. I was face to face with her pussy and it smelled like Gucci blue and cocoa butter. My mouth started to water so bad, I had to swallow hard as fuck to keep from choking. I gripped her ass and pulled her in closer. I licked through her panties and slid them to the side with my tongue. She moaned and let go of the back of the sofa and gripped my head. The encounter was so heavy, the women in the room all took a deep breath in. It was in unison like a choir. My phone rang and broke the silence. Wifey by the group next played. It was Gail. It was like she felt me about to fuck it up. Well, girl just dismounted when she heard the ringtone. Damn. Sexy, funny, and respectful, too. I got up off the sofa, and it was like the room was unfrozen. 
I mean, I could hear everything clear, smell everything. It's like the bell had rung. Gail said she was in the room and she wanted me to come and meet her. I didn't know if it was the energy in the air or what, but I smiled. Maybe this place had worked its magic on her. And her and Chanel was waiting for me. I asked Gail if she got down with women, because shit, if Gail brought Chanel, damn, I'm going to bring Shorty. I told her, yeah, come with me, and she smiled. She said she was down for whatever. I grabbed her hand and led her to our room. I felt like I couldn't get to the room fast enough. I grabbed her some drinks and made our way to the door. I asked her girl to open the door for me, because both of my hands were full. She opened the door and Gail was in sweatpants and a t-shirt. She looked at me and looked at her and asked, Kevin, what the fuck? When the door opened, I was face to face with Kevin. <laughs> this motherfucker could never read a damn room. Now, I knew when he left the room, me and Chanel was kissing and shit, but that was so that he could join us, not go and find another bitch to fuck. I looked around and his ass was gone. I pushed Chanel off me and said that I needed to go find my husband for we can go any further. That was what we agreed on. I didn't want to think Joy was right, but I felt like that shit she was talking that happened to her homegirl and her husband, I felt like that shit was coming true. I knew Kevin was eager to try something new, but damn, really? And when that woman opened the door, all I saw was all the things that I wasn't. She was tall, she was thick, she was light-skinned. She had lips that could cool off a bowl of soup with just one blow. Her hazel eyes spoke even when she was sobbing. She was down to do whatever he wanted, whether I wanted to or not. I tried to be the woman Kevin wanted and the woman I was becoming, but they didn't always line up. To the best of my knowledge, he never cheated on me, but... He was never far from being unfaithful either. We had made this plan on how things should go when we were young and dumb to life. I can't say that I never had my chances to cheat on Kevin because I did, but I could never. But lately, lately he seemed like a consolation prize. I felt like I could do better, but my window for better had passed. I mean, I was well past my childbearing years and all that I was was tied up into his ass. He had ruined me for another man. I felt like I'd owed him like some type of loyalty because he didn't cheat like the other men did, or at least that I knew. My dad, my brother, even Joy's ex all cheated. But looking at him with that look of disappointment on his face, 
That shit was hurtful. Oh, girl looked at Kevin as if he had the answers. He asked her to step out for a moment and he closed the door behind her. He said that he just wanted us to explore everything and not regret anything. Kevin knew me. He knew what and how to say things to make me see that he was just doing what was best for us. By the time he had finished talking to me and caressing me, I felt small as fuck for causing the scene. He said that if I had just stopped and included him in the conversation that preceded me and Chanel making out, that he would have never went to look for somebody else and that he brought her to me so we could experience her together and not be selfish like I was and how I was only thinking of myself. Kevin got up from the bed and he opened the door. I pulled old girl in. I grabbed his arm and I told him that he needed to sit on the bed. And he did. A girl was standing there looking like a young lotto. I took her hand and pulled her into the room. She smiled at me taking the lead. I grabbed her face and I kissed her as I closed the door behind her. I pushed her up against the door and spread her legs with my knees. Kevin never moved from the bed and watched in silence. I slid my pointer and my middle finger between her wet thighs just to make sure that she was ready for my tongue. I slid my fingers back and forth and then I proceed to devour. I look back at my husband as he was sitting at the edge of the bed with his mouth wide open. I told him to get his phone out cause he would want to record this. He took out his iPhone and did as I instructed. A girl leaned back against the door and her lips met mine. She moaned and grabbed my face and then I went down below. I sucked and I licked well beyond her climax. Kevin got up and walked behind me. He slid himself into me and he was coming from the sound of her climaxing, but he didn't stop. It was like his battery was recharged with every moan. I hope that I hadn't opened the door that I couldn't close, that he needed to stay open for us to stay together. All I knew was my husband was happy and that was all I wanted. I didn't want to end up like our parents. And this was the only way I knew tonight that I could do that.